With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Black and White Podcast. Just before we get into the actual episode, I just want to play you this clip. This is the 15 seconds or so leading up to the final whistle in the victory over Manchester City. Just listen to that relief. Welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove here at St James Park. And unbelievably, Newcastle have just beaten Manchester City 2-1. Uh, I'm joined here by Lee Ryder and Chris Wolf. Mark Douglas is going to join us in a moment. But Lee, Chris, I don't think we can barely believe it. I mean, we've just beaten, or Newcastle United have just beaten Manchester City 2-1. Yeah, I think everyone's still processing what, what just happened there because it was just such a crazy night, uh, typified... St James's Park in many ways, obviously going one nil down, and you think here we go again. How how bad is this one going to be? But then Newcastle just little moments just they grew in the game, um, little tackles and blocks, and I think that one off the line just before half time was a key moment. The ball that zipped across the box at the start of the second half, and no one managed to get on the end of it, was a huge moment. But then. The equaliser was fully deserved, I think, because Newcastle just grafted and grafted, got it. Then at that point, you're like, mm, I'd take a draw, but then Newcastle just kept posing the questions, and by the end, they fully deserved the win. I mean, we'd be forgiven for thinking, as soon as Aguero scores after 24 seconds, that this is going to be 4-5-0 uh, at half-time, but Newcastle dug in, and it looked like they stuck to their game plan um, obviously, Rafa said the game plan obviously wasn't to concede after 24 seconds. But after that goal goes in, it looks like they did stick to the game plan. And Rafa, you know, leaves the picture with a big smile on his face. Yeah, I feared for Newcastle after 24 seconds. Aguero always scores against them. But in, in a strange sort of way, and I mean, I'm saying this with hindsight, it was almost the best thing that could have happened for them because I think that Newcastle, as you say, stuck to their game plan. They're stuck at it, tried to stay with Man City. And Man City, to a certain degree, I thought got a bit sloppy. I thought they became a bit complacent. Certainly, periods of the second half, and that's what led to the penalty, a very clumsy challenge from Fernandinho, good opportunism from Sean Longstaff. But Man City lazily played it out from the back, and, and Newcastle capitalised on that. And I thought second half in particular, Newcastle were brilliant, thoroughly deserved. The win it was it was one where it was it was primarily about graft and what they did off the ball, but they also took a couple of their chances. They got a penalty which they deserved. It was it was a penalty, and um, there'd been a couple of dodgy decisions early in the game. First of all, to award De Bruyne a yellow card for taking a fr- quick free kick. I don't think he should have been booked then, but he should have got a second yellow. So should Perez, but at least the referee was consistent. Did the in his, in his... Did, did Bruyne just explain what happened for those that didn't see it? So De Bruyne, it was a quick free kick. Uh, so the referee had turned away from presumably and said, don't take it quickly. So De Bruyne took a free kick from the right, curled it in the box, and then Aguero put it past De Bravka. The referee called it back, said you've taken it too quickly, and then booked him. So I, th- I think disallowing the goal, I don't think he should, the goal should have stood, but booking him was a strange decision. But that's all by the by, and Castle have recorded what feels like a huge win. It does feel today. It feels like it could be momentum changing, and that and that is really really important. 
Definitely, I suppose that coincides with the news that Miguel Almiron is about to sign. Or he's on his way to Tyneside anyway. I'm not going ahead of myself, but for a reported record deal, um, Rafa again very coy in his post-match interview. Um, you know, not giving too much away. But do you think that had some effect on on what we saw on the pitch? Well, Rafa played that down, didn't he, in the press conference, saying that he didn't think the players even knew about it. So he he didn't believe it was a factor, but. Who knows what was said in the dressing room? What we're being told now is that there's two medicals booked in for tomorrow, uh, one for Antonio Brecker of Monaco and the second one for Milguel Amiron uh, from Atlanta. So this all feels at the minute like a bit of a crazy dream in some ways that Newcastle are beating Man City and actually signing players and spending money and breaking transfer records. It, it hasn't taken much for them to do it, only a few uh, few months of protests and negativity, but they finally seem to have, you know, the penny seems to have dropped. And Newcastle, uh, as I say, t- tonight just still feels surreal at this moment. Mark Douglas just walked in there, shaking his head as Lee said, you know, we can't quite believe what's happened. For you, Mark, the, who stood out for you um, for Newcastle? I mean, it was a really good team performance, but for you, anyone that particularly stood out? I thought Rondon was outstanding, ploughed that kind of lone furrow. I mean, he's been really good all season, but he was he was excellent. Um, I thought Sean Longstaff really, second half in particular, was, was absolutely excellent, won the penalty, did really well. Um, I, to be honest, I thought they all, Fabian Cher was superb, Throughout um, Lejeune, I think since he's come back has made a massive difference, um, and just generally, I think the whole the whole team was was excellent. Rafa just said every player deserves credit. You know, Isaac Hayden's been had his had his sort of doubters as well. Probably all of us have pondered about some of his performances, but he was excellent as well. Um, just a really good team performance, and you know, only Newcastle United could go from the negativity of this morning to. <laughs> what's happened in the last three hours or four hours and it's um you know just this club <laughs> you know we haven't had many up days in the last year but um but this has got a rate as one I mean that was a sensational night I mean a brilliant performance and um yeah we, we, one we won't forget for a while most certainly there was a moment in in the second half when um I think it was Rondon and, and then Atsu went in and there were some harsh not hard there were good challenges, hard t- challenges and the crowd got on their feet and really they really enjoyed what they saw. And that to me felt like a bit of a turning point because I think then Newcastle fans could maybe smell a bit of blood and they thought, you know, City are here for the taking. Uh, for me I thought the turning point was was the non-red card incident that was what I thought changed it because I just think that you could see the fury in Rafa Benitez's face for a start it was five years as of yesterday since Newcastle last had an opposition top flight player sent off against them and it seemed unjust at the time and then Newcastle went Rondon went and scored not so long afterwards De Bruyne had been immediately subbed and then Newcastle went and scored and I just thought that that almost gave Newcastle an extra level that, that they'd stuck with Man City but then at that point they just thought right Every everything's against us. We need a goal for this, and, and the tide turned. And there were a few, there, there were a few moments like that, and the crowd really got behind him. Yes, there was a few anti Ashley protests in the first half and, and post game. As soon as the Aguero goal went in, but I thought for the for the most part the fans stuck with him in the second half. I mean, when the second goal went in, I, I could barely hear myself think on the on the touch. I mean, you could feel the adrenaline going through as well because you suddenly got a Newcastle win and you've got to change your match report. But just in general, trying to hear yourself think was was very difficult because the atmosphere was just bouncing. But Lee, I mean that is St Jim's Park at its best. What we saw when that second goal went in, the you know the the noise was deafening, and that is 
if there are any potential investors looking on and watching, I mean, that is that is a good advert, isn't it? Well, it really is, and it's you know it's, we haven't had enough nights like this at St James's Park. Um, you know, I keep harping on about the entertainers and what it was like to to be around them, but that really was what it was like every every week. You know what I mean? Probably probably a bit better actually. Um, but you, look, you can't take anything away from the current crop of players. They've been criticised. They, they were hammered at the weekend for an awful performance against Watford. You can't, you can't still get away from that. But I think maybe they've taken some of the criticism on board. Not that anyone's taking credit in this room, I don't think. But they've taken, they've taken the, um, the criticism on board and they've went out there and they've done it against a, you know, not one of the best teams in the Premier League, all the best teams in Europe, one of the best teams in the world, most expensively assembled teams, and. Yeah, I think you're right when you say that you could just smell a little bit of blood there. I think I think I was saying to Mark at one point during the game, I said, this goalkeeper, he's so, he's so arrogant the way he plays and takes everything for granted that something's got to go wrong for him and eventually it did and it was typical of him with the penalty, taking his time with injury to try and put the nerves in there. But I thought Matt Ritchie, 10 out of 10, the way he hammered that penalty in, kept his nerve won the game and just took out all his aggression and I know he's got a lot of aggression in him about the way the season's gone and just you know took it out of Manchester City and that when when the the roof was raised basically it was just a, a probably the best moment of the season so far and the poor corner flag it's always Richie in the corner flag isn't it but that's was better than an opposition player mark just a word on Richie's composure because like Lee says I think it was maybe 2 3 minutes between the penalty getting awarded and and uh, Richie putting it away. Yeah, I mean he that that's what he brings to this team, isn't it? I think he's you know he probably is a little bit hot headed in some ways. I think we kind of know that he's we've seen him. He's, yeah, he, you know he he does. He's 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 not a player who he wears his heart on his sleeve. But I, you know I, I I backed him. I, I backed him to score. I, I didn't you know, I didn't have that kind of nervousness that I had in the, when Kennedy stepped up against Cardiff, where you just thought oh, I'm not sure about this. Richie is Richie is this kind of team, isn't he? He's, he represents everything that that kind of Rafa's brought to this 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 club, which is that you know the effort, the desire. I mean, he will you know whatever happens in the next few months. I think Matt Richie will go down as one of the you know like a, a really popular player at Newcastle United. He's kind of in that Kevin Nolan mould, isn't he? Of a player who you know maybe not the most talented player he's ever pulled on black and white shirt, but there won't be many who've given more of their blood, sweat and tears to the cause than Matt Ritchie has. And, um, you know, scored a massive goal against Man United last season, which turned the season. He scored a great goal against Man City today, or a great penalty against Man City today, sorry, that hopefully will have the same impact because four points, is it? No, it's five, isn't it now? Five points to the bottom three. Um, it's starting to look like a, a good little gap for Newcastle because I know Fulham obviously won today, but, you know, it was needed today. But you start to think that, you're picking off because they beat Cardiff as well. You're picking off games that they could they could win, and you know Almiron coming in and other reinforcements, and suddenly it starts to feel a little bit more positive. Not that the negativity that's that's happened goes away because of one result, because there are big issues at this football club. But um, you know a win, a win turns a lot of things round, doesn't it? And um, you know we're really pleased that pleased for the fans to be honest and pleased for the players and, and just everybody in the city because we haven't had enough of these kind of days recently well, definitely the lights are getting switched off here in the press room so I'm just going to finish with you Chris um, what do Newcastle need to do now do they, I mean obviously 
reinforcements. But I mean, they need to really take this this result and run with it, don't they? Yeah, they, they go to Wembley on Saturday, hopefully with uh, a couple of new players in the squad. I would doubt that any of them will be available this weekend. It would be un, very unrafa Benitez-like to throw them straight in there, but hopefully boosted by the fact they've got two, maybe three new faces coming in, including the club record sign. And then Wembley, it'll be very difficult and Son's going to be back for them, but Spurs are depleted and Newcastle went there in April and played very well. They were unfortunate to lose that game. And they are better away from home in general, so I think Newcastle have got a chance, don't get me wrong, they go into it as the underdogs, but I still think that now the belief they'll have gained from tonight albeit it will have taken a lot out of them as well, I think that, that they should have no fear. And, and it is now, to a degree, almost a bit more of a free hit because they've got three points that nobody expected them to get tonight. And so they can go to, to Wembley with the pressure off, to be honest. Definitely. And just a final word from you, Lee. I see our sports transfers is, is the big one. Um, be brilliant news of our new one signs on the back of this, wouldn't it? Just a bit. And I think already, I don't know, I'd say there's like a negativity from like the outsider, the pundits, like Danny Mills having a bit of a, a bit of a pop before the game, and yeah, it's not the biggest signing in the world, but it's like, you know, it, it's relief for the Newcastle fans. They finally got some through the door, uh, break the record. I think it'll capture if it if it comes off. I think it'll capture the imagination of, of the Tyneside public. Uh, you know, guy coming over from the states, Paraguay international. Hopefully, he can you know woo the fans and just this, as you say, could be a turning point in the season. Go to Wembley on Saturday and all of a sudden everyone's looking forward to that game before these two games um, were played I think you would have accepted two points from both these games very gratefully well we've now got three uh, and they could get potentially four or six uh, you know with a good result down there so that would be absolutely massive no, most certainly we'll have a feature length podcast tomorrow when we're back in the office being a bit warmer but for now thank you very much for joining us head over to chroniclelive.co.uk for the latest Newcastle United news thank you